So, Sam, how was your week last week in between the episode? She didn't blow away, actually. Oh. No, no thoughts of uh, castration or anything like that? No, I took a lot of dumb men's money that made me happy. Well, there you go. So, no, I was pretty, pretty it's calm. It's basically like castration. Cutting them Financial. Off right. yeah, I yeah. mean, you castrated some men. One, it tipped me $255. There you go. So... Secure the bag. Must have been Sam, one hell of a lab day. <gasps> no, I just talked a lot of shit. Listen, <laughs> Sam is not of the spicy accountant variety. No, I'm just a spicy bartender. Yep. There you go. Because I'm redheaded. <laughs> well, a little bit of spice. <laughs> well, I haven't had any thoughts of castration, but. I'm sure Christian has. Uh, I have. Yeah, no, she has. Uh, castrating me a few times. But. I still have my balls and I'm ready for this episode. <laughs> but six people in this episode by the end of it won't have their testicles. <gasps> it's uh -oh. really that many? Yeah. I really thought it was like less than that. Oh no. No. <laughs> no, in fact it Who like, is the oh, okay, never mind. I'm gonna stop. I wanted to be like, who's the first one to do it? Uh, I mean, I don't have like a list of no, them. No, no, Marshall Ahoy was the first one to yeah. do it. And he didn't force anybody to castrate yeah. themselves. Okay, we'll so get there, we'll get there, we'll get least, there. At least he led by example. He's Yeah, he's like That's true. At he, least he wasn't he was willing to do what he was he's preaching. Like, hey, I did this. If you guys want to do it, that's cool too. But it was a chemical castration, not or like surgical or whatever. It, like it wasn't like How do you chemically castrate yourself? No, there's ways. Yeah, you They do can, it to like Violent sex offenders. Yeah. Well, neuter them. Yeah. Chemically. Do they snip their ear? <laughs> like our cat? Yes, but they know they're feral. Jesus fucking Christ. If it was well, up to me, I'd do a hell of a lot worse, but. If you guys haven't figured it out, we're continuing part two of Heaven's Gate. Yes. And where we left off last week. Um... Everybody still had their balls. Everybody, Everybody still had their balls. <laughs> and Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles uh, realized, oh shit, we have a cult. And holy shit, we have a lot of power over these people. Yes. Uh, but before we get into that, remember, download the show, subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, share it, spread it around like wildfire. Mm -hmm. um, and leave us a review. It would be nice. But without further ado... Let's get into Heaven's Gate Part 2. So we are in 1980, and Heaven's Gate had about 80 followers at this point. Many of them had jobs working on computers or as uh, mechanics for cars. Marshall and Bonnie allowed members to call their families once in 1982. And then in 1983, they allowed their followers to visit their families on Mother's Day. Like, I mean, like, leave the compound or whatever you want to call it, because it's not a cult. Well, you see this a lot in Scientology, too, where they, like, separate the, the members from the, right. the rest of their families. But Marshall and, Be and Bonnie, I almost called her Betty, uh, Bonnie allowed them, like, hey, if you want to go visit your family, like, go ahead, uh, which is super unheard of. They uh, Well, like, like we talked about last episode, Marshall Applewhite, if you weren't part of the group, Leave like if you didn't believe in it, get out. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it was a way of. But him were they really the... allowed to leave? It's like, oh, there's the door. You can go. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, people were in and out for years, um, up until now. So I guess it just caught fire at just the right time. 
They were told to tell their families that they were studying computers at a monastery. These, quote, vacations were meant to make the families less angry by showing them that they were staying in this group on their own terms and that they wanted to be there. There was a family um, that joined Heaven's Gate, well, the class, uh, that had two kids and they just went to go check it out for like a couple months and never fucking came back for their kids. Yeah. Jesus. Who are their kids? Uh, their grand, like their parents or some shit. Assholes. I would have hunted them down. It was more like showing the families that their relative, loved one, whatever, was alive and well and that they wanted to be in the group and they were happy. Which I'm sure gave some sort of peace of mind to the families of the cult members. Or they're not, not cult, uncult members. But, you know, they had no idea what was to come. Also in 1983, Bonnie had to have an eye removed due to cancer. Her doctor told her at the time that the cancer was spreading and it was going through the rest of her body. And she needed to either get treatment for it or she would eventually die. Bonnie believed that her doctor was stupid and that she couldn't die. but Because like she, she's God reincarnated. But, like, she's also a nurse, though, so, like, she should have known better. This is where, <laughs> like, megalomania like kicks in. delusions of grandeur. Yeah. It's, I can't uh, die. Yeah, I can't die? What do you mean I can't die? Yeah, I'm I get to important. look like a cool space pirate now. <laughs> I wonder if she ever got, like, a glass eye to, like, fill it in there. I don't know. I hope she got a sick-ass eye patch with, like, <laughs> Ron's looking like David Bowie or some shit <laughs> during his Ziggy Stardust era. <laughs> She's got, like, the lightning bolt over one no. eye. Uh, the, the rhinestone <laughs> eye patch the over the other. Yeah, That's it was true. the 80s. It was the 80s. Before long, some of the followers began to feel restricted by Heaven's Gate's rules. As if basically telling your family you're never going to speak to them or see them again wasn't enough to be like, uh, that's a little much for me. Members were expected to follow strict guidelines as such as no sex, no human level relationships, no socializing. A few members, including Marshall, took the no sex rule to a whole new level and got castrated. But they never they didn't go full eunuch. They just like spade themselves i guess whatever there you go followers were expected to dress alike and conform to the very specific rules about the most normal things survivor michael conyers said quote everything was designed to be an exact duplicate you were not to come up with well i'm going to make the pancake this big and there, there was a mixture, a size, how long you cooked it on each side, how much, like how high the burner was on, how many a person got, how much syrup was poured on it, like everything. Well, it's practice for living in a spaceship. You got to ration that shit, you know? <laughs> the rationing pancakes. And no over-the-pants handies either. Don't ration my pancakes. Don't ration my handies. Well, you can't have any. What if I did it myself? No, you can't have any impure thoughts or actions. None. None for you. What if I'm thinking about black holes? <laughs> See what I did there? It's a space it's a space pun. I get it. I mean the worst thing Space that pun. 
The best thing that you can do that would even be not taken badly is stand in front of the dishwasher and let the hot air blow in your balls or something. <laughs> <laughs> What'd um, you do with see, nothing? No, that would remind me of hell. Because it's, you know, it's hot. hot on my balls. <laughs> I don't want my balls to burn. <laughs> But despite all of the very strange rules and regulations placed on the followers of Heaven's Gate, it had up to 200 members at one point. But people came and left, and the number ebbed and flowed quite often. Anytime a new member would come into the fold, they'd of course have to abandon their family, they'd have to turn over all their money to the cult, or not cult, and they were asked to cleanse their bodies of the, quote, impure influences of things like fast food and impure sexual thoughts during this cleanse they'd have to drink a mixture of lemonade cayenne pepper and maple syrup they'd have to do this for three months in order to successfully cleanse themselves before officially becoming a member of the cult if they didn't do the cleanse, they couldn't be welcomed to the group. Dude, that looks like they just dug to the damn pantry and were like, here, here's three things that we could slap together. No, that's together. an actual cleanse. Like, I had a doctor tell me about this cleanse one time. <laughs> this exact cleanse. What it, Like, what does it do? It just flushes out all the, like, shit in your body. Wow. Like, it just helps flush out all the, like, the toxins in your duty. What if you're already toxic in general? Does it help no. with that? No. No. <laughs> damn. I recommend a therapist. <laughs> Too expensive. Alcohol. Much nah. cheaper therapist. Have you Much thought about cheaper. castration? I don't have balls to cut off. I'm not doing a female castration. Whatever that is. Is it like a hysterectomy? Yeah. Yeah, but it's no, female you. circumcision. No. It's going to be joyless and dry <laughs> forever. Uh, no, thank you. That sounds terrible. That sounds horrible. Like the Sahara. <laughs> Just dust. <laughs> oh, God. No. You don't even get dust. This is just going to stick to the wall like cement. <laughs> sounds like chafing. <laughs> it's the worst kind of chub rub. I don't want to chafe my dick. I don't want to chase up there I either. need that in space. <laughs> Punishment. <laughs> Bonnie and Marshall told their followers that they would be visited by aliens who would provide them with new bodies when they ascended to the spaceship that was coming to get them. Michael Conyers said that the cult's message was appealing because they were, quote, talking to my Christian heritage, but in a modern, updated way. And the modern, updated way Michael refers to is that the Virgin Mary was impregnated after she was taken up in a spacecraft. This is some QAnon shit almost. I can't. The further I got into this, I was like, people really like. I love it, People really fell for this and like thought it was like they like followed the line of not unlogic all i can think of is that scene from men in black where will smith delivers the baby the alien baby baby. yeah jesus is a squid baby baby. no can we make that a shirt squid baby jesus oh in a manger yeah make uh make the three wise men grays no oh my god i'm kind of here for it (laughs) their gifts are castrated balls no. <laughs> yeah, Marshall Applewhite's castrated nuts is one. Ooh. David Koresh's uh, sunglasses. 
Uh-huh. And then Jim Jones's fruit punch. Stop it. I am oh. so dead. Then Michael goes on to say, quote, Now, as unbelievable as that sounds, that answer was better than just plain virgin birth. It was technical. It had physicality to it. Yeah, I mean, come End on, quote. man. Nobody believes a virgin birth. She's getting, that sounds painful. She's getting fucked by something. I don't know. The Holy Spirit. Through God, all things are possible, I guess. (laughs) Terrible. So the cult's belief system became progressively crazier and crazier. Well, yeah, because it's literally, like I said last week, they were just one-upping or yes-anding themselves. It's you have to up the ante. It's like improv. Yeah, it's literally. Improving all this. Yeah. No, no, like it's thought out, but it's not thought out. Yeah. They keep it vague to keep the people on the on the hook. Uh, that must be a pretty damn big hook. Mm-hmm. They had 200 people in that some bitch at one time. In- in- that's insane. I I don't even have 200 people that I would even like enough to be around. I barely much. like 20 people, much less 200. You got more than me. One of the cult's major problems was that it was operating on a clock. The followers believed that if they stayed on Earth long enough, they'd face the recycling, which is the destruction of Earth as the planet is wiped clean. That's the video that we played last week. Yes. All it's I going think, to be recycled. All I can think about is the Judge Judy meme where she's like, and like slapping him on the desk. <laughs> Marshall and Bonnie were convinced that it wouldn't come to that at first, though. After all, a spaceship run by Tela beings was supposed to arrive for them long before the apocalypse happened. Fate threw a wrench in their plans, though. Bonnie ended up dying from cancer in 1985. This is where shit starts to go off the rails, because as we talked about last week, Marshall was the face and Bonnie was the brains. Yep. You cut the, the brain dies and so does everything else. Here comes. It's, it's going to wiggle for for a good yeah. few years. We're, we're on the downward spiral now. Her death took a huge toll on Marshall, not just emotionally, but philosophically as well. Bonnie's death had the potential to call into question a number of the cult's teachings. But the most important and pressing question was, why did she die before the tele-beings came to pick up the followers? Now, this is where I want to cue up, like, the Dukes of Hazard. How's old Marshall going to get out of this? And <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I want to watch that Marshall's movie in now. a pickle. <laughs> Marshall began to lean on one particular tenet of the cult's beliefs. Human bodies were merely vessels that were carrying them on their journey, and these vessels could be abandoned when the humans were ready to ascend to the next level. According to Marshall, Bonnie had merely exited her vessel and entered her new home among the telebeings. Yeah, they always refer to them as vessels or vehicles. Yeah, they're, she just went first. Yeah, she left her La- vehicle. Ladies first. Yeah. God had to go home. She, they, they, they left the vehicle. So God is a woman. Well. 
Marshall was left behind because he still had work to do on this plane of existence, so he would guide his followers in the hopes that they would be reunited with Bonnie once again. This shift in the cult's ideology was subtle but very important. It would have far-reaching and dangerous consequences. Consequences. <laughs> in the early 90s, member count was down to 26 people. In May of 1993, the cult rebranded to Total Overcomers Anonymous and spent $30,000 to publish a full-page advertisement that warned people of the catastrophic judgment to befall the Earth. Total Overcomers Anonymous sounds like one of those scam rehabs. Sounds like people for, like, OCD. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like... Are, you, are your parents rich and you're on heroin? Come to Total Overcomers Anonymous. <laughs> Sounds like the kids who had, like get addicted to Adderall for finals. <laughs> and they end up co-kids. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's that. When they published that, quote, I'm using air quotes, information, it brought new members to the group. Their count went up to 39 active members. So they gained, like, what, 14 14 members from 26? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that was fast. In October of 1996, they were renting a mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California, close to San Diego. That year, they released two recorded video messages where they offered the viewers a, quote, last chance to evacuate Earth, and they uploaded it to their website. I tried to find the video from their website, but it... Well, we played it. Yeah, we did play it, but like I wanted to see if it, like the link still worked from oh, the website, yeah. but it doesn't. At least I couldn't find it. <clears throat> you probably have disabled it at this point. Maybe, but... They don't have the bandwidth <laughs> left. <laughs> Members of Heaven's Gate believed that suicide was wrong, but their definition of suicide was far different than the regular definition that we know. They believed that the true meaning of suicide was turning away the next level when it was offered to them. This offer was made in March of 1997, and this point is where the cult is renamed Heaven's Gate. Yeah, they they leaned into it because I think a tabloid <laughs> called them that. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's a great name. Yeah, so all that $30,000 that they just rebranded with. Or that was their website's name or something. It was something like that. They wasted $30,000 rebranding. They wasted a member's money. It wasn't Marshall Applewhite's money. Yeah, that. That part. Sometimes things gotta get wasted. Yeah. Around the time that the group published the videos, they learned about the comet Hale-Bopp and that it was approaching where you'd be able to see it from Earth. It was the brightest seen and most observed comet for many, many decades. People were going crazy over this comet. It was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, it's unclear as to exactly where Marshall got the idea that there was a UFO trailing behind the hale comet and that Bonnie was on the spaceship and that she was coming back for them. Like I said, she's, she's like David Bowie. She's, <laughs> she's already in space, man. Marshall believed that the government was trying to conceal the existence of the spaceship. 
And he he kept trying to get it in the newspaper to get the word out there. Some people blame a man named Art Bell, the conspiracy theorist and radio host behind the program Coast to Coast AM, for publicizing the idea. Dude, I love and miss Art Bell. <laughs> I never even heard of him. You never heard of Art Bell? I oh don't my think god, so. dude, he's covered everything, paranormal extraterrestrial any like he'd have like these strange callers come in call in on the show really cool shit but uh yeah highly recommend any coast to coast you can find uh, a lot of his old stuff's on youtube but there was a like the scientists that discovered hail bop warned that something like this might happen so he actually is like we need to be on the lookout for cults and stuff like this <laughs> they're gonna think that this is significant Interesting. And, yeah. For whatever reason, Marshall saw it as a sign. According to him, it was, quote, the only way to evacuate this Earth. The spaceship behind the comet was apparently the flight that Heaven's Gate members had been waiting for all along. It was coming to take them to the next level that they'd all been looking for. If they waited any longer... Marshall was convinced that the Earth was going to be recycled while they were still on it. 39 active Heaven's Gate members had already used the money they had made from designing web pages for businesses, which was the cult's primary source of income, to rent a mansion in a gated community near San Diego. They actually had a web design firm called Higher Source, so they decided that this would be the place where they ascended. For their last meal on Earth, the group went out to Marie Callender's, which I didn't even know that was a restaurant. I just thought it was in the frozen food section of the grocery store. The fact that your last meal is at Marie fucking Callender's. I don't even heard of like that as a... I didn't even know it was a restaurant. restaurant. I didn't either. I thought it was just frozen meals. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. No. I was like, is that... Are you, is that... It's... um. I don't even know what to compare it to. Is it like Bob Evans? Yeah. Yeah, it, Ugh, it's like sucky. yeah, it's like Bob Evans. Okay. I would say. Mm-mm. No, I thank you. I don't fuck with Bob Evans. I don't even, yeah, I don't even remember the last time I've been to Bob Evans. They all ordered the exact same thing: iced teas and salads, followed by a turkey pot pie, then cheesecake with blueberries on top for dessert. Can you Easiest imagine, tab ever. Can you imagine what the detectives found in their uh, pants? <laughs> It was disgusting, I bet. Yeah. Just 39 people pooped. Fantastic. March 22nd or the 23rd, it's not exactly clear when it started, the 39 cult members ate applesauce or pudding that had been laced with a heavy dose of phenobarbital, and some washed the applesauce or pudding down with vodka. The, they went group by group, placing bags over their heads to ensure they suffocated, and then they waited to die or leave their vessel, whatever. A vehicle. Yeah. This was believed to have happened over the course of a few days. Those later in the lineup cleaned up any mess made by the groups before them and laid the bodies out neatly, covering them with purple shrouds. Marshall was the 37th member to die. He left behind two others to prepare his body, and then they would have 
to eat the applesauce and lay down and wait for death to come. That sounds like a pretty horrible death. What happens if you miss the comet because you're the last guy? (laughs) That would suck. Didn't one guy miss? like, fuck. Yeah, one guy, uh, he went to go rub one out one last time and he did not die. (laughs) Could you imagine? He he missed it. He missed it. I think there was a Family Guy skit about that. Yeah, it was like one of the early episodes of Family Guy. They made fun of him. Yeah, they all like eat the pudding, and then the 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 member, like the leader, mm-hmm. the Marshall Applewhite character, it's like, damn it! Now I, I don't want to have to do this by myself. <laughs> well, I guess I gotta start a new cult. After the police were notified by an anonymous tip on March 26th, they found 39 bodies lying neatly in bug beds and other resting places, dressed identically in black tracksuits and Nikes covered in purple shrouds. They all had matching armbands that read Heaven's Gate Away Team. So (laughs) it wasn't exactly an anonymous tip. Um, I did a little bit of digging on it. It was an ex-member. Yeah, Oh, you're getting to that? Yeah, I got that. Okay. I was getting there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go get myself a sick bowl cut then. The anonymous tipper was later revealed to be a former member who'd left the group just a few weeks prior to the mass exit. They received an alarming package of videotaped farewells from the group and a map of the mansion. It was the largest mass suicide involving U.S. citizens since Jonestown. I know I mentioned that before in the first episode, the first part, but... You gonna hear it again. You gonna hear it again. Obviously, the aftermath of of the discovery was absolute chaos. Reporters swarmed the scene, fighting and clawing for details about the, quote, suicide cult. Family members of the victims demanded that their bodies be tested for HIV, which they were all negative. Mar- yeah, what the fuck was that about? I guess they thought it might have been like a sex cult. It was the 80s. Yeah. I mean, no, this was the 90s. Yeah, it was 97 at this point. It but, was the 90s. Uh, yeah, I'm like. They're all recovering from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that part. <Ooh. laughs> Marshall Applewhite's photo was plastered on every magazine. He is a very creepy man to look at. He is so creepy. Very unsettling. After the initial wave calmed down, those left behind had to cope with their loss. Frank Lyford, a former member, lost his closest friends, his cousin, and the love of his life to the mass suicide. Luckily, Frank was able to find some sort of insight from the traumatic experience. He said, quote, we all have a connection to the divine within us. We all have that radio transmitter built in. We don't need anyone to translate that for us. That was a big mistake we all made in my mind. It was believing that we needed someone else to tell us what our best path should be. End quote. Well, look, I mean, this started up basically right after the 60s, where yeah. all these hippies were like free love failed. The the peace and love movement mm-hmm. was a bust and they had no fucking direction. Forget self-care. We're going we're gonna to join a sex cult. Uh, it wasn't or join, even a, sex, or join a just, cult. Yeah, just join a cult. We need somebody to give us direction. Yeah, they needed guidance. 
they, like everything that they hinged their personality on crumbled away. Mm-hmm. So it was a bunch of vulnerable people needing yeah. somebody to give them some the type answers. of direction. Yeah. And there were people like Jim Jones, Marshall Applewhite. Wasn't uh, there another one? David Koresh. That one. Right? Yeah. I mean, you have you have these people that think that they're Charlie God Manson touched. Charlie Manson just wanted his sex cult. That's yeah, Charlie wanted. Manson just wanted to drive dune buggies in the fucking desert with hot chicks. I mean, that's really all that was. I mean, he I wanted, would also he, enjoy that. He wanted to play guitar, drive dune buggies, and fuck hippies. That's all he wanted. I mean, I don't even really like. Yeah, it was a cult, but it, I'm very it disappointed wasn't. that you didn't give that synopsis in your Charlie Manson voice. It was very, Agreed. I was very upset about that. It was a letdown. Mr. Shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next next Charlie Manson reference we'll make. That won't be our last one. <laughs> no, God no. I'm, I'm a huge Charlie. We fan. love Charlie. Heaven's Gate still has four living followers who survived only because they were given instruction to run the group's website in the mid '90s, and have been doing so ever since. They still believe in the cult's teachings, and they claim to be in contact with the other 39 members who died. They see a fucking I see dead spirit people. airlines flight over, and it's like a red <laughs> blinking light, and they're like, oh, oh my God, they're I contacting need, me. I need somebody to, when, when their domain name goes up, somebody needs to take it from them. Please! It I mean, be, It would be chaos. There was a lot of high-profile like people in this too mm-hmm. um the brother of who was it on star trek I, one of the star I, uh, trek cast members yeah. uh her brother aurora i think was her name maybe but, i thought uh, it was really a star trek kind of guy yeah it was star wars for me same not a trekkie sorry Mm-mm. sorry to burst anybody's bubble i'm sure they'll worst me in comments <laughs> put him on a spick a sp- <laughs> you fucked up. What? A stick, a spear. A s- yeah, you, you a spit. It's oh, it's called. It's not called a. Sp- no. 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 <laughs> oh, it was always called a spick. Nope. 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 No. Nope. Mm. Nope. Just delete that. You you fudged <laughs> up. All right, guys. Well. uh Christian's closeted racist. I don't know where that comes from, but uh, I wasn't even going with that route. I was literally thinking. I literally, you literally said a racial slur. Uh, yeah, it's I a wasn't racial Hispanic to. slur. Well, I know that. <clears throat> I'm just saying. I was using. I thought that's what it was always called. No. Spit, oh my god. A spit oh. is, is what it's called. It's literally a big quiet. <laughs> the only time it's ever called that is maybe in a porno with two Hispanic dudes. Uh, spit roasting a a chick, <laughs> and that might be the only time that's ever been called that. I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna leave that in. Blooper reel. I'm gonna leave that in. Um, we love all of the people in uh, the Hispanic community. <laughs> Uh, I just want to go ahead and say that I love tacos and burritos. It's and National Burrito Day. Maybe that was yesterday. And cervezas. Yeah, they're they're all very good. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to our conclusion on Heaven's Gate. Hopefully, you come back next week. Yeah. 
no, we've lost some listeners on that one. No. No. It was an honest mistake. Well, if you do like us and want to forgive me, please make sure you are liking, subscribing, and downloading the episodes if you want to hear more retarded shit coming out of my mouth. I think you need to do a month of lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and what was the other ingredient? Maple syrup. And maple syrup. You need to cleanse yourself from your your dirty thoughts. (laughs) Your impure thoughts. That's going to take a lot more than that. I'm going to go ahead and tell you That's true. (laughs) Maybe some Drano. I don't know. You might as well go ahead and put me on a spit and burn me alive because that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, they, they would have. Not, not that long ago. No. Oh, they would have definitely burned me alive at the stake. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm a ginger. They already would have burned me. We could be next to each other. Okay. Twinsies. Mm, y'all are on your own. <laughs> Burn pit. Be she turned me into a newt. <laughs> make sure you guys are following us on Instagram, Facebook, all the socials, download, subscribe, and make sure you guys are leaving us a review. And let us know if there's any special things that you want us to cover. Yeah, send haven't. us in. We're getting really excited about it as we get closer to the summer of slaughter. Summer of slaughter. Inbox yes. our Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. for any suggestions. Yeah. It's going to be my favorite summer. Mm hmm. It's going to be a hot murder summer. I'm so excited. Fuck hot girl summer. Mm. It's serial killer summer. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. Yeah, serial I'm killer summer is going to be. I'm going to need to put down like puppy pads or something. I'll be sitting I'll bring over here. Them. <gasps> Salem's going to want to know what happened to his litter box. I'm gonna be like, I got to borrow it. <laughs> Sorry, Salem. Got to keep it up here now. <laughs> you and your mommy got to use the same litter box. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next Friday. Bye, guys. Bye.